Welcome to the Happiness Highway, a podcast by Marion Van Dam. Marion Van Dam is a certified hypnotherapist, a teacher of spirituality and happiness, and an international best-selling author. Well, hello, hello. This is Marion Van Dam, and I believe that every woman has a right to be very happy. And especially, of course, on Valentine's Day. And this is our Valentine's special. Valentine's Day is around the corner and, well, I'm going to spoil it right now. It's going to be another disappointment. <laughs> and you might ask me, but Marion, how can you be so pessimistic about it? Maybe I have high hopes for this uh, Valentine's Day and, and I might be the luckiest wo uh, woman on earth uh, this year. Well, maybe that is so. The number one reason, I'm going to give you a reason why it's a setup for disappointment, is that you are putting the source of your happiness outside of yourself. You're putting the power of making you happy in someone else's hands. And you're gonna be expecting things from someone else and that someone else is not you. And that person probably has no clue about how you feel, what you really need, and how to respond to that, how to fulfill those wishes of yours. Because this person couldn't know about that because it's about you. It's all about you. That brings me to the, to the real reason why we think that Valentine's Day is so important to us. Of course, Valentine's Day has been turned into, um, a commercial thing. You cannot open internet or in the shops everywhere you see. Valentine's Day offers with chocolates, roses, lovely hearts, uh, stuffed animals, and so many other things that you can buy to express your love for someone else, for your loved one, probably. But the real thing that we are longing for, and this is the one thing that we really need, and this is a universal need that every person has, that is the need, the deep yearning to be seen. Can you really see me? Do you see who I am and what I need? That is actually the big emotional trigger from Valentine's Day. And this is actually a setup for disappointment because I'm going to ruin this for you. No person on earth will understand you will love you, will fulfill all your needs, nobody will do that except you. And that brings us to the theme of this episode, and it's all about self-love. Now, I'm going to take you back a little bit in time because I've been doing a lot of things in my life. I had uh, different careers, and people often ask me, like, how is it that you change careers all the time? And But for me, it doesn't feel that way. Because in my book, I explain my magic formula. The magic formula for happiness is the M is for me, myself, and I. You need to be a little selfish and think about your own happiness in life first. But also, you have to take full responsibility 
for your own happiness. So that is a big thing that I really take to heart for myself. And that is what I've been practicing. If I'm not happy anymore doing what I do, I am the one to change that. And I do. And that's why I move (laughs) through life, growing, learning, adjusting, making new choices every day. And to complete the uh, magic formula, A is for accept some things in life. Like your partner, you have to accept. You cannot change his or her behavior or his or her personality. You cannot. You can only accept other people and certain circumstances in your life. G is for growth. Try to learn from everything in life that is happening. And also challenge yourself by learning new things. Now, I love learning. That is something that really makes me happy. So I'm always doing new courses, going back to school or online courses. I I really invest in learning new things because I know that that is something that really, really makes me happy. I is for intuition, of course. Stay in touch with your intuition. What is your inner self telling you? That inner voice, it is always on and you just have to tune in and listen to it. And C is for choice. Every day of the week, you can make a new choice. You can choose to leave your old job and start a new one. You can choose to be with someone or you can choose to take full responsibility for your own life and choose to be happy. And of course, I'm here to help you with those choices and how to implement all this theory into your real life. But let's get back to this episode on self-love. Now, I used to be a television producer. After um, university, I started working for National Dutch Television and I loved working there. I was working in a team with all super fun people. And it was, of course, exciting work to work for national television. And I loved that. But when I got married and had three children uh, shortly after each other, I could not combine my my job, my full-time job as a television producer with being the supermom I wanted to be for my kids. So at that point, I quit my job and it, it hurt, but my kids were more important. So I quit my job and I chose to spend time with my kids instead of pursuing that big career in television. Now, when I became a mother, I decided to be the best mom in the world. And uh, well, I hope every mother, young mother has that high hopes for her children. And of course, I was not the perfect mom, but I really tried. And for me, it was impossible to combine that with my job as a television producer, because As a television producer, I also wanted to be the best and I couldn't combine those two at the same time. And especially when I was pregnant with my second. So it didn't work out. Uh, My kids often were sick and I couldn't bring them to daycare center. I didn't have a a good babysitter to to invite at home. So I chose to quit working and, and to stay with my kids while they were really young. And of course, I love, love, love my kids. But at a certain point, I got a little frustrated at home. And I guess we've all been there. If you have kids, uh, you remember <laughs> probably those moments where you couldn't even go to the bathroom without a kid hanging on your, uh, on your leg. 
And well, that's all, you know, sweet memories now. But I got、uh, a little frustrated because I have this inner yearning to learn and to grow and to serve. So I decided when my youngest was about one and a half, two years old, I went back to school and I studied photography. Now I loved being back in school. I was challenged in my creativity and and learning new things. I love, love, loved it. And after I graduated, I traveled a lot. I was in a marriage, and and my husband was making a lot of money in his own business, and I kind of felt. In debt, like I would, I felt almost guilty that I had such a wonderful, rich life. I had three beautiful children. There was a lot of money. Lived in a beautiful home. We vacations. We vacationed like six times a year, and I, I felt almost guilty. I had such a beautiful life、uh, with my three healthy kids and、uh, a rich husband, and we could travel anywhere, and we did.、Um, so. I felt it was my duty to give back, to give back to the people because I was so fortunate. And I started traveling, and this was actually right during my, right after my divorce. It all came kind of together. But thanks to my divorce and the fifty-fifty co-parenting、uh, that we started, and I'm writing about this in my book. In the beginning, I thought it was awful, but After a while, I started to love this new arrangement of the fifty-fifty co-parenting because it gave me my freedom, my freedom to travel, to travel the world, and to give back. And、uh, so I, I traveled the world and I photographed for NGOs in Africa, in Asia, and it was amazing. I got to meet so many beautiful souls. I made beautiful portraits, and that the NGOs could use it. I did this for free, and they could use these、uh, photographs for their promotion, for、uh, sponsoring, etc. And what I learned from these experiences was the following. Now, at first, I felt a little awkward about photographing, portraying the really poor people or the really people who are in need. It felt like I didn't really felt. Good for me、it、was like I don't know. It gave, gave me an, a feeling of unease, if you know what I mean. But then, once I was in this beautiful refugee camp in northern Thailand, and I photographed a man who had just lost his wife, and this this was、um, in the northern part of Thailand. This was people that had escaped their own homes in in northern Myanmar. And they couldn't go back. There was still it was very unsafe for them to go back. This man was all alone in this little hut in this refugee camp, and he had been there for eight years already, I believe. And he had just lost his wife because, of course, the the circumstances of life are are, are quite poorly. But he sat there, and it was it was early morning, and the sun just came up. There was beautiful light, and this man. Invited us into his hut, and he had really there was nothing. He had a little bit of rice left over from the, from the previous night that he was keeping apart, and he made a little fire to cook some water for tea. But he was so happy to show me around, and he was happy for me to take his picture, and he was smiling, and 
And I was wondering how, how can this be? How can this man who has just lost his wife, who really has nothing except for a hand of rice, how can this person be happy and be, be happy to see me or having his pictures taken? And then I realized that this person had the same longing, the same longing as we have during Valentine's Day. This person was longing to be seen. And he felt seen by me while I was there with my camera. And we truly connected because I saw the beauty in this old man's mind, in his image, in his being. He was so gentle. He was so, there was, you know, I can be frustrated when things aren't going my way sometimes. I'm still human. (laughs) But this man, he was at peace. There was nothing about him that was, that felt unease or he was just, accepting his life there. Uh, He was patient. He accepted his wife's death and he was coping with it. And he was just really happy to see me. And that was such a big lesson for me that I always thought that I needed some kind of luxury of people around me whom I love. And of course, I still do want those people around me. But this man was proof that even if you lose everything, you can still be happy. It touched me so deeply. So, and at this very moment, we were sharing a beautiful moment. He was smiling at me. I was smiling at him. And I felt deeply touched by his presence, by his, his peacefulness, his kindness. And I suppose that he felt the same way because he, had that, still that yearning that we have, (laughs) he felt seen in this moment. So we shared this beautiful moment and I took beautiful pictures and please go to my website to check out the picture I took from this beautiful man. So I guess there was a little healing moment right there and then that he felt seen and I got this beautiful lesson about not needing anything to be happy. And that is what I took away from that beautiful trip. Now, I made many, many trips after that one, and I just love to travel. I love to travel. I've always loved to travel as a child already, but especially after my divorce, I started traveling all by myself. And in the beginning, of course, that was a little scary, like, won't I feel lonely? But I started to learn that when you travel alone, you have to, you actually don't feel alone because when you're on your own, you're just doing your own thing. And when you meet someone, you can truly connect with that other person yeah, without being held back by, by thoughts that, oh, I cannot talk too long with this person because there's someone waiting for me or maybe uh, that person wants to go elsewhere. And that's what I love about traveling on my own. I can just go follow my own instincts, talk to whoever I want. And actually, I never feel lonely because I connect with so many beautiful people. And there's, I think that is also a big, big healing for me that I have this inner yearning to connect and to share energy with people that I don't speak the language of, that have such different cultures and still feel truly connected. And that has meant a lot for my personal growth, for my growing into awareness, into becoming the spiritual teacher that I am today. 
Now, going back to our deep longing to be seen, to be acknowledged, because that is what Valentine's Day is all about. Your longing to be seen in this world, to be acknowledged, to be valued by your loved one. And if you don't have a loved one, you're going to yearn for that person who is truly going to see you, that soulmate that understands you. And well, like I said in the beginning, this is going to be a disappointment. If you give away this power for your happiness to someone who will hardly know you, it's going to be a big disappointment. You're never going to get this from someone else. The only person who knows exactly what you need and how you like it is you. And that is why I am coaching people, why I'm teaching people, why as a therapist, I help people to truly embrace themselves, to love themselves and to heal this part inside of you. Because it's not someone else's job to love you like that. You first, your job, your very first job is to start loving yourself. And I mean to love yourself in everything around you, even your weaknesses, your shadow side, your bad habits, everything that makes you, you, you need to own and to love. And only when you can do that, then you're ready for a true loving relationship with someone else and uh, someone else who preferably has healed that, those things in inside him or herself as well. Because you should not and you cannot ask someone else to fulfill that, that longing inside of yourself. That is something that you need to heal for yourself. You cannot give that responsibility and put it in someone else's hands. It is your job to love yourself first. And that is what I am going to help you with. So Valentine's Day is all about that, that inner longing of ours to be seen and to be acknowledged and to be loved. And the only person that can do that for you to fulfill, yeah, those longings, those, those yearnings is you. It's never going to be someone else because you'll always be disappointed in what someone else is going to give you for that. Because that person doesn't know you like you know yourself. That person, it's not that person's responsibility to give you that. That is your responsibility. Now, are you ready to fully love yourself and to take that full responsibility in your own hands and not depend on anyone else for you <laughs> to, to feel good and to be seen and to feel cherished? Because that is your job. No, of course, I'm kidding because I do want you to meet that very special person or to have that very special person in your life. But if you heal that hole inside of yourself, you can just let the other people, your partner, be him or herself just the way he or she is and accept that. And you're not depending on their filling up that gap inside of you. So Here's what I am going to help you with. I am going to start this fun new course. It's called the Love Your Selfie course. And this combines my teachings as a therapist for self-love. And it combines the fun skills of photography. And in this course, especially the selfies. 
because, well, I'm going to explain in the next episode uh, how I became the selfie expert that I am today. But check out my website for the wonderful, fun, and helpful course, the step-by-step course, the Love Your Selfie, and learn to love yourself and to express yourself unapologetically. Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you back on my website. Please leave a message and anything you took away from this episode, or if you have any questions, please contact me on my website or wherever, and uh, contact me on the socials, on Instagram, on Facebook. Please be in touch, because I love to hear from you. You are my teacher, and I can teach you some happiness. Let's stay in touch and I'll see you in the next episode of The Happiness Highway. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Happy Valentine!